0: and in reality, already have been. Only this one is different. 18 years of invested time, effort, energy, tedious research, three rewrites, hundreds of never before seen photos, historical data, and three central figures that changed history in an instant, and millions of lives later. This highly successful entrepreneur, author, screenwriter, Father of Five, and passionate pursuer of historical truth, would be given his greatest task to date—a task he would achieve, and brilliantly so, but not without sacrifice of his own. To stunning reviews, acclaim, awe, and anticipation of what the big screen might bring. To an already epic portrayal of tragedy, triumph, redemption, and in the end, forgiveness, where Christ is central and hope is eternal. In short, Wounded Tiger is one such story. And it is my great honor to bring you its author, T. Martin bennett for such a time as this as america honors the 82nd anniversary of the bombing of pearl harbor december 7th 2023 and the three ordinary yet extraordinary lives brought to life as you will soon hear ladies and gentlemen please welcome t martin bennett mr bennett t martin sir welcome to testimony
1: Nancy, it's so great to be with you. Thank you so much. That was a wonderful introduction.
0: Well, first of all, great to be with you, and I have to say, reiterate, what an incredible undertaking, 18 years in the making, 600-plus pages in the writing, and a compilation of historical data, and never-before-seen photographs of the pilot who led the bombing of Pearl Harbor, the Doolittle Raider who swore revenge, and a missionary named Peggy whose lives all would intersect in life and in Christ that only God could have possibly conceived as Wounded Tiger so beautifully explains. That said, first question, how and why did you come to write, Wounded Tiger, the significance of that title and your own story of faith along the way. T. Martin Bennett, please tell us that story.
1: Well, that's three questions, and each one would be a pretty long answer, but I'll keep it right to the point. First of all, I came across a story because I love true stories. From an early age, I've always been attracted and drawn to true stories. So in the scripture it says that the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable, he gives us a set of gifts that prepares for our calling and one of those gifts was simply an understanding and a love for true stories so years later i came across the story of john newton who wrote the song amazing grace the most recorded song in history and i spent a number of years working on telling his story in a feature-length screenplay
0: Hmm. it's
1: not been produced but i did speak with the producer a couple of months ago and i am definitely committed to that story so i already had in my heart mind and spirit a, a love of true stories and how to put them together properly and what happened was I bought a used book from the online bookstore from a defunct publisher, uh, and it was about this guy who led the attack in Pearl Harbor, Fuchita. I knew nothing about him or his story. I actually had very low expectations because I know quite a bit of history. I know redemption stories, World War II, quite a bit. I've never heard a single word about this guy's life. I mean, nothing. So I had low expectations. But as I went through this old book, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is... This is an unbelievable story. It it would make an unbelievable film and very broadly appealing. So I didn't have all the facts, but I had quite a bit. So at that moment, Jensine, I I said, Lord, are you telling me you want me to do this as a film? Is that what you're saying? And before I could finish that sentence, I just sensed the Lord overwhelmingly saying, Martin, yes, get it done, do the movie. And I thought, oh, wow. Mm. This is gonna be very difficult because I don't speak Japanese. I don't know much of the Japanese side of the story. I knew it was gonna take a lot of research, so I did spend about three years researching this story exclusively. That was my full-time job. I read thousands of pages, I met with people, I met with authors, went to museums, I contacted family members, and I ultimately got the story together, and I thought, oh, wow, the, the, the more I examined this thing and the more I researched it, the better it got. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> These things happen, unbelievable. So that's how I came across the story and that's why I went into it. You set up the story pretty well, so there's three plot lines, Mitsuo Fuchida handpicked by Admiral Yamamoto to lead the Pearl Harbor attack, but what was more interesting to me is why. What was his motivation? What was the motivation of Japan? You know, he was motivated by selfish ambition and national ambition and a a gross misunderstanding of the United States, of course. of course, it, it, it crashed, you know, metaphorically and literally. Uh, it, it was a dis- it, Everything in his life and in Japan was just really destroyed. So that's one plot line. But uh, the second plot line is Jake DeShazer, who volunteered for the U.S. Army, joined the Army Air Corps, and volunteered for the first mission to attack Japan because he just wanted revenge on the Japanese. He, he is playing, uh, ran out of fuel, he becomes captured, and he's in solitary confinement, tortured, seeing his buddies shot, die of exposure he was just living in a hell on earth and he said in his own words he was just crazy with hatred toward the japanese so that's the second plot line and he's a super interesting character as well the third plot line are the Kobell's parents uh, or adults that is who were highly educated went to japan as missionaries and teachers raised their kids there their kids were born in japan then when japan ramped up for war they sent their kids uh, back to the united states they went to the philippines and that's the basic setup of the story. But you're right. this The daughter of this missionary family, she becomes the fulcrum of change in Fuchita's life down the line in the story. And how it happens is just, I mean, dollars are millions to one. So that's the answer to your first question, how I came across the story.
0: <laughs> Let me interrupt you right there. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening okay. to author and screenwriter T. Martin Bennett in his latest epic, must read, Wounded tiger please continue
1: all right so you asked about the title of the book correct correct okay so the title of the book is wounded tiger and most people have probably heard of the movie torah 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 and those words were the words uh, that were sent back to buchita's fleet when he was attacking pearl harbor if he were to achieve complete surprise that is if they were undetected all the way up to pearl Harbor. They never imagined that would happen, and they did it. And so he wired back to the fleet, "Tora Tora Tora," which is tiger tiger tiger. That was this. That was the code word. Wichita himself was born in the year of the tiger, and a tiger is a gorgeous and powerful animal. We've seen them in the zoo, and they're just amazing creatures. But uh, but a wounded tiger can never reach its potential. So. Uchida is really that wounded tiger. He had great ambitions for himself and for his nation, but everything crashed and burned in every possible way. He was worse than the worst possible failure, having the blood of innocent people of both Japanese and non-Japanese on his hands and really overwhelmed with how terrible his life was and, Um, Many of the officers after World War II, after the Pacific War, in Japan, they just killed themselves because they just could not stand the shame. So he was a wounded tiger. But then the next part of his life begins with these other stories as they start to feed in and cross over, and he changes. And what happens is we see him become really a triumphant, conquering tiger. So that is really the theme of the story. But, But the reason I use the title is because although it represents Puchira, I think in a broader sense, it represents all of us. All of us are wounded tigers or have been wounded at one point or another, either by our own choices or by things that have happened to us or things that other people have done to us. And sometimes the world and others say, hey, that's it. Your life will never be fixed. You're, you're done for. You're just this, you know, wounded tiger. You can never be healed. And uh, what, what this story is, is the story of hope because you'll see every situation which is probably worse than anything you'll ever experience yourself. And then somehow there is a positive, wonderful, amazing answer. So Wounded Tiger is a story of hope for everyone, for every reader. My hope is that they would recognize, hey, my situation is not that bad, but if God helped them, I bet this God will help me. I'm going to ask him just like they did and become that complete person and achieve the goals that God has planned for you from the very beginning.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, beautifully said. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to, I will say, T. Martin Bennett in his latest epic must-read, Wounded Tiger, the true story of the pilot who led the attack on Pearl Harbor, whose life was changed by an American prisoner and by a girl he never met. Um, Martin, you mentioned uh, already Uh, you came across this remarkable yet unknown story. It was actually in 2005 uh, which began the process for you. His daughter Miyako Fuchida Overturf gave her endorsement included in your book and I quote in part speaking of her father quote He is a tiger. He was born in the year of the tiger. You described my father's posture and behavior so well and so precisely I could feel his presence. She goes on, quote, he remains a national hero in Japan. I have no idea how the world accepts him today. Some will call him a villain. Others will call him a proud warrior who found redemption. I will always admire his bravery, his intellect, and his sincerity. End quote. And another from a renowned author of over 150 books, most notably, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, evangelist Josh McDowell. And I quote in part quote, You can't read this story without being affected in some deep and personal way. I can't wait. For the movie, end quote. And then from Dr. Donald Goldstein, Ph.D., New York Times bestselling author of At Dawn We Slept, The Untold Story of Pearl Harbor, Miracle at Midway, God Samurai, and others, and I quote, in part, quote. The story of Mitsuo Fuchida. The pilot who led the attack on Pearl Harbor and his transformation is one of the most gripping stories of World War II and the Pacific War, and it's a story few have heard about. Martin Bennett's book, Wounded Tiger, brings this epic drama of life with new details on how a Doolittle raider, Jacob DeShazer, and a missionary's daughter, Peggy Koval helped effect this change. This thrilling story of war and forgiveness is a must for all and quote, quite the endorsement. And there are many, many more too numerous to mention that said, Mr. Bennett Martin, if I may, what is your review of these three lives and how have they impacted yours?
1: Well, each of these lives are very different. I mean, they're culturally as far apart as you can get, as far as Japan is from the United States across the Pacific Ocean. And what I saw was each story was very, very different, but at every turn, it was really th- that the Lord was present to help, even if the person was had no interest in the kingdom of God whatsoever, which was the case with Fujita. He was not interested in religion in general, Christianity, nothing. But what happened was when he heard about what Peggy Covell had done, which obviously I cannot say, but she made a choice to love the Japanese people in the in the in a situation of horror and and say, in the, in the loss of war and she went to, to love her enemies in an overt way when when America hated the Japanese she loved her enemies well she ended up helping and serving at a hospital who was one of the engineers of Puchita who had been had he was an amputee and he was recovering in the united states because he was a prisoner of war and she met him and talked with him and some others and this man goes back and tells Puchita about this woman who loves her enemies and and how they were just overwhelmed by it and Puchita couldn't understand why would you love your enemies and so he was not seeking god he was seeking truth he he wondered where does this love come from? And he ended up getting a New Testament because he heard about Jacob DeShazer. This guy hated people intensely, and then he sought God, and the Lord answered him in supernatural ways that are just really unbelievable. Uh, and ultimately, he heard about his story as well. So he thought, "Well, I'm going to do what they did. I'm going to start reading the Bible." But to answer your question. Uh, the way it's affected me is it's, always, it's given me tremendous hope no matter what the situation is. Uh, maybe you're pursuing God, you will find him, but maybe you're running away from him, he will find you. I don't know how it works, but that's how it works, and that's how you can see it here. <laughs> also, there's no situation that is hopeless. There's no situation that's hopeless. There's certain things that happen in this book and in this story, I wrote it as a screenplay to begin with, that certain people, they just die. And you think, well, that's that. I mean, that's that. But then later on, you realize, wait a second. No, it's not over. Something is happening because of that. And the story goes on in a beautiful and powerful way. And we're talking about it today. And millions of people are hearing about this story and we'll be hearing about it through this book and ultimately through the film. So it's a story of hope for others, but it's a story of hope and inspiration for me to up my, my game, you know, up my <laughs> game and be the person God's calling to be. These people did it, we can do it too.
0: Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Martin Bennett, his latest epic must read, Wounded Tiger. Martin, one of my greatest joys working in corporate America back in the day was for an international Japanese company and its president, where humility, hard work, and servanthood were promoted and benefiting all cultures and ethnicities was encouraged. I learned about sushi and sake and enough Japanese to be gracious. Uh, It was a joy, which is proof that when two countries cooperate and agree on peace, it can be done. Unlike the current war between Israel and Iranian-backed terrorist groups where one party is willing for peace, the other is not. That said, will your book, and perhaps you've already answered this, Wounded Tiger, help to heal and mend broken hearts that have lost hope for their people and nation, no matter the circumstances, that with God, all things are possible. Your thoughts?
1: Well, we live in a world that has been immersed in war killing and death since the dawn of mankind as at least human history and it's in the news today as much as it's ever been and there are lots of accusations of who's done this and who needs to change but what we don't see are solutions what is amazing about the story of wounded tiger is i'm not telling people what to do i'm just showing people what has already happened it's a demonstration of how the power of hatred can be broken and how peace can begin and friendship can be the net end result. So I'm not saying here's what you should do. I'm saying look at what they did and take it take it to heart. If they did it, then we can do it too. So Fuchida, he hated America in so intensely. He just wanted to kill Americans and when he he said when he was, you know, on the raid over Hawaii in Pearl Harbor, it was like the happiest day of his life. He loved what he was doing. And Jake DeShazer said all he wanted to do was to kill Japanese people. If you ask the world, what's the solution for these two people? They would be wrong probably about everything because it's just so unbelievably difficult. Was, you was know, possibly the most unlikely person on the entire planet who would want to be friends with America or be friends with God himself. So when we go through this process, it's a very slow and authentic process that you see. I've had many people read this book, including people who are not religious in any way, shape, or form, including a a guy who was a head of an atheist club, I found out later. He and I spoke about the story. He said he found it very interesting. He endorsed the book. And so uh, I think what it has to say to the world is there is a way for peace. It's not necessarily easy, but it is simple. It's not easy, but it's simple, and it requires some humility and honesty, and then God will show you the way. And that's what happened with Pachita. That's what happened with DeShazer. That's what can happen with others in this world today.
0: Amen and amen. Now, your best-selling Wounded Tiger now, in its third release as of November 7th, 2023 is slated to be a major motion picture, but with all of the rich content and three separate stories coming together as one, how will this be achieved? A singular, quote, Gone with the Wind epic-style release, or perhaps a, quote, Band of Brothers-style miniseries, or both? Your thoughts and just how our listeners can get behind your vision for Wounded Tiger.
1: Well, it's a great question. The answer is that my vision is one big film. So this is a film that's probably three, three and a half hours long. We will have an intermission in it. I thought long and hard about it. If it were to be a series, I would probably have to write it as a series. And I don't really think that's the way it should be done. This is just a one big, like 10 course meal. And when you get at the beginning, you want to take it all the way to the end or like a football game. So it's a one shot deal. As far as people who are interested in the story, uh, woundedtiger.com will give you information about the characters and it'll tell something about the film process or what we're planning on doing as well. We do not have the money for the film. We've had I've had personally four different offers to fully fund this film and I turned them all down because they were secular and they required full creative control and it was just a deal breaker for me. I, I'm not a control freak, I'm not a micromanager, but I have to protect the integrity of the story. So uh, I actually got a phone call about a month ago from an attorney who wanted to introduce me to a, a Christian film funder. And I got another email actually today with a guy who wanted to introduce me to. So I expect sooner or later we'll find the right people. But this this film was, the, the offers I've received were from non-Christians. They all said, we believe this is a great story and, and will be very successful. So I believe it's commercially viable and I think it's going to do extremely well. I've not had one one film funder read either the script of the book say anything other than this is going to be very successful
0: that's fantastic ladies and gentlemen again you're listening to t martin bennett in his latest just released epic read wounded tiger um martin without giving too much of your book uh, and soon to be made movie away what redemptive actions i think you've probably covered this already of all three characters came to pass and what tragedies never saw the light of day and why
1: well one of the biggest triumphs was this young lady peggy covell she was i think literally a librarian uh, very much of an introvert not an outgoing person but a very godly woman and uh, she was just fresh out of college when she volunteered to help japanese nationals in the u.s and, and the takeaway is that simple acts done in Obedience and love can have monumental impacts on the world. And that's what happened with this young lady. It is absolutely astounding. She was really the fulcrum of change in Fuchita's life. And it challenges me that if someone drops their groceries in the grocery store, you help them out just because it's the right thing to do. But you don't know who you're helping. You could be helping a person who's never, no one's ever helped them before. You could be helping a multi-billionaire. Who's looking for someone they can trust you don't know and in her case she had no idea that her story would end up transforming his life so that was a great triumph as far as tragedies that don't end that have this kind of dissolve away i think it, the tragedy is japan really they sacrificed an entire generation for selfish ambitions of military and political leaders that is a, a gigantic tragedy. And it has been the legacy of Japan, of having spread death and war throughout all of Southeast Asia, that there is still bad blood between Japan and other countries for that, that reason, I mean, to this day. So I envision that even though only one half of 1% of Japanese are believers, that this book has already been translated to Japanese, and we are planning a big push next year to get it out far and wide in Japan, And we believe the combination of the book and the film and other people doing other things will bring the first really national revival to Japan that they've never experienced. In South Korea, I think 40% of professing believers in Japan, less than one half of 1%. So my point is this tragedy of ash uh, in Japan, I think will be the foundation of fertile ground for a new generation of godly Japanese people that will change their legacy from a country that spread death to a country that will spread life.
0: Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, again, T. Martin Bennett. Uh, Martin, in our remaining time here today, back to you. In your bio, you state you were a college dropout and yet co-founded a company that grossed $20 million per year. Which received the Presidential Award of Entrepreneur of the Year from the Small Business Administration, became vice president of a successful nonprofit, trained inmates in federal prison, and lived in poverty on a friend's couch to research the book we are discussing today, Wounded Tiger. And with, quote, five wonderful kids, end quote, you say you have never lost the joy of your life or life in God. Question. How did you do that? And any last words of encouragement for our listeners today?
1: Well, like most people, I went through some completely devastating experiences that honestly had little to nothing to do with, and it, it really it feels like a punch to the gut. But at the end of the day, when I looked around, I was like, I remember losing really everything Uh it's a long story that I won't go into, but we all have our stories. And I felt like, Lord, everything I've worked for, it's all gone. And all my, everything I was hoping for that just disintegrated and I'm broke. You know, I had to declare bankruptcy. And like I said, I lived on my son's couch for a year. I lived other places in friends' houses. And I said, Lord, I, I, I don't have any of these things that I worked so hard to achieve. And the Lord said, well, but you have me, what's wrong with that? And I thought, That's a really good answer. I don't (laughs) like that answer, but it's a really good answer. Jesus said, we should give us this day our daily bread. I don't want daily bread. I want 10 silos of grain. That's what I want. But he says, no, no, we're going to just do it daily bread. Because that way you depend on me all day long. And that's what I'm going to teach you in this wilderness, Martin. So when you have millions of dollars at your disposal, it won't make any difference at all. And that's exactly what happened. So the bottom line to answer your question is, I realized that the Christian life is quite simple. Um, I'm, I'm a vision person. I think, you know, I want to see God's purposes and plans fulfilled in my lifetime. I think I see big things. And Lord says, Martin, just break it down to one day. See my purposes and plans for just today and just walk that way. So he simplified my life in that respect. And, and I thank him for it. So I encourage people, the most important thing in your life is uh, if you're in a boat, that's in a storm, all you need to know is, are you in the same boat that Jesus is in? If, if he's in the boat, everything's going to be fine because it can't go down with him in it. That, and if you're with him, everything's great. So uh, that that's what I took away. But what I'd like people to take away from the story of Wounded Tiger is to understand it's a catalyst to make you, uh, it will provoke you. I've had many people say after they read the book for days, they kept thinking about what happened in this story because it's true. I wanted to be a catalyst to help you be a better version of you, a few steps closer to the Lord and a few steps closer to the kingdom or further into the kingdom, wherever you happen to be. This book, I believe, will be a source of encouragement and inspiration because you see it happening in the lives of others. It happened with them. It can happen with you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to historical author, screenwriter, producer, and entrepreneur T. Martin Bennett in his latest epic must-read, Wounded Tiger. You can learn more about T. Martin Bennett's work, ministry, and mission by visiting WoundedTiger.com and get his book at Amazon.com, follow him on social media, and then be a part of making history with a film slated to do the same and for generations to come. Peace is possible when you know the prince of all peace, Mr. Bennett, T. Martin, sir, Thank you for taking the time to share just a little of your own story and the story of three amazing historical figures that you have brought to life in your glorious and epic must-read Wounded Tiger, a labor of love, no doubt, sacrifice, and integral research that has moved the hearts and minds of historians, readers, filmmakers, and humanity at large. You've tapped the heart and soul of three people whose lives changed history, each other, and will now change millions more because you cared enough to pay the price with your own life and life's work in the writing of Wounded Tiger. We thank you. God bless you. Much success. And in the words of our Japanese brethren, arigato gozaimasu.
1: Thank you very much for having me on your show, Gensine. It's been a pleasure.
0: Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Gensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are Reaching Souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift,